somewhere in heaven, this chair begins as a spiritual point. Then it goes down off many, many, many steps and it develops its physical shape. So finally, in this world, it takes its physical shape. And it's with every single thing begins as a, a spiritual entity and but as a, that spiritual uh, energy which it begins with in, in, in some place in heaven goes through step, 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 step going down, down, down it picks up its physical uh, its physical shape and whatever entity <clears throat> so okay so that's the, you know, the famous note that the uh, that the Kadosh says in the Pasuk, Dvarim Ches Pasuk Gimel, it says, Ki, Dvarim Lechem Mabado, Yechia Adam, Ki Alkol Motsipi Hashem Yechia Adam. So the Pasuk says, man doesn't live just on bread, but rather he lives on God's words, that those words of God make a person alive. So he interprets it in the Lechem is the Piyashem. If you eat a piece of bread and you get nutrition, really the nutrition is a, something spiritual in the bread which goes into you and gives life to your spiritual. And, and from the spiritual develops the physical life. There is, it's a process of the, the, core, the core, the beginning is the spiritual, the Ruchnius. The Ruchnius is Maslabesh into, into uh, Gashmias. That's why by the Rebbe's, the big thing is the Rebbe's Tish, because in the Rebbe's Tish, they're doing, they, the Rebbe is supposed to be eating the food, but he's somehow he's accessing more directly the spiritual core of the food. So he's bringing out that spirituality into, into, the, into the room, wherever he is. And that's supposed to be a big deal. <clears throat> okay. So... Um, Now that so, the this spiritual this uh, spiritual factor, which is inside, so to speak, if you use the word inside, the the physical entity, like inside the food or inside a, a person, if, that spiritual piece is a much stronger way to connect Hashem, because Hashem is. He has no gashmias whatsoever. And he's the source of all this ruchnis, of all this spirituality. So if a person can mentally get connected to the spiritual part of what's going on, he can get a, more of a direct connection to Hashem. So that's basically the... Uh,
quotes here, his father said that when, I don't know if it's correct, but when you see that Jews like to eat food, it's because they want to get the spirituality of the food. So the Jew has, <laughs> when he see the Hasidim like to eat, it's not the, the, just the Gashmias, because they, they feel the Ruchmias in the Gashmias, and they really want to get the Ruchmias, so they eat more to get more Ruchmias. This is a shot that uh, Abnezer said. Okay. As I see the shirt, the Litvish, and I never heard the Litvish say such a thing, but, but the Chesidim say that. Okay. So, Shemesh Mul says, but you have to know that if a person goes after food for the Gashmias, he's not going to access the Ruchnias. His Kavona is to have the Ruchnias, have the spirituality of it, then he can access it. <clears throat> so it's not just because the Chumr says that it could go the other way because if you eat too much, you can get less spiritual. By Yishman Yeshu and by Yivot, the Jews become fat and then they rebel. So, because something which is, it could be a source of spirituality can also be a source of, of not spirituality. Everything is there's the plus and the minus. They always go together. The pro and the con. So there's good things in food if you get the spiritual part of it and it could be a bad thing of eating and so on. Also, you don't have to eat so much to get the spirituality. The, the Rebbe, see, some Rebbe's, I would go to the above Rebbe's at Salas Tish in Bar Park. He used to have these huge chalas because and hundreds of Hasidim had <clears throat> these huge, huge towers to cut up and give out pieces. He himself would take a tiny bite. In general, in the meal, he would eat. They gave him fish, you take one bite, give it out, take get, get his chicken soup, you take one spool, and then give the rest away. So, you don't have to eat so much in order to get to the spirituality. Ruchnius, and that of course means a connection to Hashem, which then means you are Shemaim, good things. Okay. <clears throat> so, a lot of a lot of every a lot of getting spirituality. He, he makes a big point of this over here. Is seeking it. The Rav also wrote a big article called "Bikash de Misham." Spirituality, the way Hashem made the world. It's, there's a lot of ruchnius, tremendous amount of ruchnius of spirituality in this world. <clears throat> but the mavakshe Hashem, those who search for it, "Bikash de Misham umetzasa." If you would, if you try to get it, you can you will definitely find it. But if a person doesn't seek spirituality, the world will hide it. Then he won't see it. He can eat a lot and go around the world and have all kinds of physical experiences, <clears throat> but he's not going to find spirituality. 
because it's only for, for, if you look for it, it doesn't come by itself. Okay. So now, getting back to the original point <clears throat> that why is the shofar more powerful than tefillah than prayer? Okay, both both are uh, w- ways of, of of getting spirituality, of getting ruchnius, of being attached, getting an attachment to the Hashem to the Shalom, which is the goal of life, the dafkabo. But shofar is more powerful. Why is shofar more powerful? Because tefillah has more physical, has more of a physical expression than the shofar. Why? Because in tefillah, things, that, uh, things begin inside one's mind, one's heart, which is spiritual. Then you see he moves his lips and his tongue, and his teeth, etc. And uh, he produces the sounds, the, the words which express the, the feelings and, and the spirituality which he wants or feels. So basically, in his heart, it's a pure spiritual beginning. In other words, the desire to be close, but he expresses it through physical physical words and he's moving his lips many different ways and his tongue his teeth to produce the words so the spiritual is being delivered very much through a physical mechanism the shofar he says it's along the Shabbat that the Rav said from the kind the shofar is an external external tool. But the real mitzvah is not the shofar. The real mitzvah is the pure sound. And that sound is a very, very simple sound. There's no... It just... The way it comes out, there's no... Uh, you, don't, you don't move your lips, your tongue, your teeth, like the way you do when you pronounce words. There's much less of a physical... Part to it. The chauffeur is more, more connected to the original breath. The original breath, the, the neshama, this sounds like much to, to me like a meditation class from the Far East. That the breath, which is really the sound of the chauffeur, the breath is very, very, very pure spirit, very much spiritual. A pure breath. It comes from deep inside and it's uh, very much connected to the inner inner spirit, the breath. Neshama, Neshima and Hebrew are very much connected to breath and the soul. Once you start making it into words, you're taking a step away from the pure breath. The shofar is the pure breath. So the shofar has more more connection to the original spirituality than do the words of tefillah. So that's why it has more power. Okay. 
<coughs> so therefore, besides all the words that we say in Rosh Hashanah, we want to express the ideas of what, of what the prayers are. Malchus, Shofar, we add the Shofar. The Shofar is a much more pure Ruchnius quality than the words. So therefore, that combination of the cognitive expression, which is through the words, together with the more of the spiritual, pure spiritual, which is the shofar, that's the power of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. To move us more towards the spiritual and get us away from the physical. That's his Torah. Now, I want to say a little bit, add a little bit to this, is that that since Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year in which Hashem judges the world and makes decisions about the whole year, a lot of Rosh Hashanah's focus is on the physical part of life, not just the spiritual. Uh, that's why we we uh, eat all kinds of food. The Gemara says it's for simonim, have honey. Uh, you know, it's a yamtiv. Yamtiv is always a spirit, has a physical side to it. Simcha, and in the psukim, Ezra says the first part of the day. Is serious, but he says the second part of the day after you finish the first part, you're supposed to have, uh, no, supposed to have t- enjoyment, pleasure. Rosh Hashanah is a is, is a holiday. In fact, I once heard a shir from the Gov. He was just describing different kinds of Rosh Hashanah. He said he's when he was a child. He says his own family litvish. Very strong litfish, father Chaim Beisalevi. For them, Rosh Hashanah was a day of pachad, tremendous fear. And in fact, I think he said that the Beisalevi, his grand, his great grandfather, used to fast on Rosh Hashanah. Didn't eat. He was it's a very somber day. Then he said he, when he was, uh, you know, the town where his father lived was a rab, was a Lubavitcher town. So he used to was very exposed to the Lubavitcher, the Rosh Hashanah. He said it's full of joy, singing and having grand meals. He was taken aback. The other Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah of Malchus, of the majesty of being uh, connected with the king, the Melech. So, there are really two forms of Rosh Hashanah. But the, the Rosh Hashanah, which is celebrating the Malchus of Hashem, has a very strong physical element. I always say that the two greatest meals of the year is uh, Pesach night is the, and Rosh Hashanah meal. Those are the two amazing, most amazing meals. They have so many wonderful and unique dishes as part of those meals. Shoshani have the simonim, all the different special foods that are made that the Gemara says to tell us, to show you have a good year. And the good year is going to be a good year, physical blessings. The Torah very much wants to combine the physical with the spiritual.
doesn't just want spiritual, it wants a combination of physical and spiritual. So, okay, so that's maybe why we do have a combination of the words of prayer with the shofar, because the words of prayer, as he points out, Shemesh more and more on a physical side. The shofar is more pure spiritual. Rosh Hashanah is a combination day. It's a very, very spiritual day. It's also a very, very much physical day with wonderful meals. And, and the prayers, you look at the prayers of Rosh Hashanah, Malchias, it's all about the Mal, Malchus Hashem, that Hashem should be the Malach in this world, which is, a, you know, in a certain way, it's a very, it's a prayer for a real great physical situation where the world will be full of full of God's presence, but it's going to be in the physical, to make physical blessings. And then the Zechronos, there's very more of the Pachat, that you're afraid, you know, it's thin. You have to take account. And then the Shofar, the third blessing is the resolution of the of the two. That the shofar combines the, the malchus, the, the physical majesty, with the zechronos, with the awe and the, the apprehension about what this year will bring. And the shof, of course, combines everything. So, the uh, as we go into Rosh Hashanah, we we're, we're living this. The, the key, as the Shemesh Shmuel says, we're, we're, we're living with the so the core paradox of life, which is spirituality combined with physicality. So angels are just spiritual. So then, for them. Their lives are much simpler, and I guess fish and animals have no spirituality basically. So, their lives are much simpler. The human being is this combination of physical and spiritual, pulling in different ways. So Rosh Hashanah is the day to try to come up with a, um, with, a with a with a resolution, with a combination of the two which is the goal of life. Hashem made people to be a combination of the two. It is definitely a struggle. That's why Rosh Hashanah, you have both sides. You have Malchus, the tremendous majesty of Hashem and the day and people, Am Yisrael. It's wonderful, great, wonderful. But at the same time, you have a very tough din, the Chronos, Tough, to, tough judgment was the physical side is, you know, is our combination is a blessing, but it's also a very, very great challenge. And that's reflected in the prayers of Rosh Hashanah, and the shofar is really a way of resolving it. To somehow, in that physical world, find spirituality. That's the... Uh, that's that's the message of, of the shofar. Find the spirituality in every place, in every wherever you go. The world is a world of spirituality, but you have to find it.
don't reject the physical, but but use the physical as a way of getting to the spiritual. Okay, so that's that's the first piece that the Shemesh Shmuel has. It's a very very good powerful piece. And uh, okay, we should be zocher that uh, we take this message of Rosh Hashanah, and uh, may our lives be lives of physical blessing, bounty, charged with spiritual blessings and accomplishments, connection with Hashem and with what's beautiful and good in the world. And uh, hopefully in a short time, the spiritual part of the world will become much more apparent. It'll be clear. You won't have to struggle. And the Gemara says that when uh, finally the Olam Haba will come and, and the world will be very, very spiritual and there won't be a struggle to the physical and this whole this whole. Uh, no thing that we're into, people will look back and say, I wish I still had those challenges because we accomplished so much when we, all, when, we, when we deal with the challenge properly. It's a tremendous, we've accomplished a lot in this world and the other world. And you get to a place that the Gemara said, the Pasuk, Shaini Ram Chaifetz, it would be so easy to spirituality to say so. It's not a challenge. People will be uh, a little disappointed. <laughs> Even though for us, we, we look forward to the days of Yemos Mashiach without such a challenge. But Rosh Hashanah is the day of, uh, it's the first day of the year. So it's a day in which you have to realize the basic challenge of life. Spiritual, physical, how do you resolve the two? How do you make physical, spiritual, how do you find spiritual and the physical? You know, a lot of prayer, a lot of, a lot of learning, a lot of work. It's a shame with Bizocha for Shana Tova Masuka, Siva Sima Tova, and have a good Shlema. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much.